No lifeguards watching anymore. You're on your own. You're your own man, and the decisions you make now are yours and yours alone from here until the end. Welcome to the 11th episode of Egg Timer Philosophy. Today on the Egg Timer, we take a look at Jean-Paul Sartre's ideas of bad faith and authenticity. This episode continues on themes of existentialism from the last Egg Timer. But before tackling bad faith and authenticity, I want to send a big thank you to all the listeners of the Egg Timer. When I began this podcast just a few months ago, I would have never guessed the level of interest and listenership from now over 27 countries. I'm genuinely humbled by that. So thank you for that. And if you know others who might enjoy this podcast, spread the word. Now, on to Sartre's ideas. Sartre was a mid-20th century French philosopher, author, and playwright. He was an existentialist, an atheist, who placed a tremendous amount of value on human freedom. As I mentioned in the last egg timer, if you're looking for Sartre's most accessible philosophical readings, I would suggest his existentialism is a humanism. As I mentioned, Sartre places just hard to describe, but tremendous value on human freedom. And he says that people determine in full the course of their lives through the choices that they make. Our lives and our existence for Sartre is the culmination of our choices. But Sartre argues, that for the vast majority of people, accepting that truth about freedom is extremely difficult because of the daunting responsibility that comes with accepting that your life is just the result of what you have chosen and what you have done. The buck stops with you and there is nothing else, no excuses. So freedom both allows us to have a life of value that we create for ourselves, but at the same time, at the same time, creates a type of unease within us because of the responsibility that comes with accepting freedom in its totality. The way that most people deal with that tension, Sartre argues, is by engaging in bad faith. When we engage in bad faith, we act to convince ourselves that we can have our freedom, but at, but at the same time, we can avoid the responsibility that comes with it. We make excuses designed to explain why we are held back and our freedom is limited by either personal or external factors. There are lots of examples of bad faith, but let me throw a few out there to show what Sartre had in mind. A person might think, oh, I could never do that. What would my parents think? What would my spouse or partner think? What would my God think of me? In those cases, fear of the other or social condemnation prevents a person from embracing a life of their own choosing. A person might think, I would really love to go see the Himalayas, but the plane ticket is so expensive. Money becomes the excuse. A person might say, I would really love to become an artist, and study the arts, the forms, but the work and the pay is sporadic at best. Quickly, all these excuses turn to rationalizations. Yeah, come to think of it, I really don't want to go to the Himalayas. I really don't want to date or see a new person. I don't really think being an artist is quite right for me. Pretty soon the person has engaged in a type of self-deception where they have convinced themselves that what they really want to do just happens to coincide with the excuses that they have made. So they have managed to wiggle out of the tension between freedom and responsibility by just opting for the course of action that plays into the excuses 
that prevented their genuine expression of freedom in the first place. One of Sartre's best known examples of bad faith is that of a waiter. The waiter, in Sartre's example, acts almost like a type of robot and takes on the role of waiter to such a degree that he might as well be an automaton rather than a person with the freedom to decide how he will conduct his own life and affairs. Those operating under bad faith are not authors of their own life at all. They are just reading the scripts of others that they think they have written themselves. Now, there is a way out of bad faith for Sartre, and that is found in what he labeled authenticity. The authentic person chooses as she wishes and neither makes excuses for her choices or uses excuses to trick herself into a false sense of choice. But note here, the line between bad faith and authenticity can be very thin. After all, many afflicted by bad faith have engaged in such convincing self-deception that they might not realize that they're acting in bad faith at all, and typically they wouldn't. Bad faith is often much easier to see in another rather than ourselves. Some listeners might notice a similarity here between bad faith and Sartre's notion of things and Karl Marx's notion of false consciousness. In both cases, the person deeply misunderstands their own motivations. The same idea of misunderstanding our own motivations actually underpins most of Sigmund Freud's psychoanalytic method. A practical question throws itself at us here. What can be done to be an authentic person rather than one suffering from a life of self-deception and bad faith? The answer is not just as easy as saying, well, just never make excuses and then you'll be an authentic person. The problem is that there's no clear way to distinguish between an excuse and a reason born from freedom. An authentic person who would like to visit the Himalayas can authentically decide that they simply value the $20,000 that such a trip might cost more than the experience of the travel. That might not be an excuse at all. It might be a genuine reason that a person uses her freedom to decide upon. Perhaps the best approach is not to get hung up on the specific response a person has to any given situation, but instead to focus on the traits or mindset that keep a person from engaging in self-deception or bad faith. The authentic person knows who they are and knows what they want and what they value. They are honest, above all, with themselves about themselves. So as simple as it might sound, the core of authenticity might be best traced back to the Temple of Delphi in ancient Greece with the infamous inscription, Know Thyself. That is no easy task, but it gives everyone concerned about living an authentic existence a clear place to start. Until next time on Egg Timer Philosophy, wishing you good philosophical vibes.